0: Welcome into episode 22 of the Godly Young Men podcast. We very much appreciate you joining us, and a happy Memorial Day weekend. Sure. Hope everybody had a had an enjoyable Memorial Day. I know I certainly did. Um, we want to get right into today's episode about overcoming temptation. Uh, had a fun episode last week. Looked at sports and why we firmly believe that it's very important yep. for for young guys yep. to be involved in. For young guys to go out and do, and um, you're going to switch gears and do something a little bit more serious, something a little bit um, – it's got a little more gravity to it, I guess, yep. and that is temptation. Um, and I want to preface this discussion by talking about the fact that young people, I think, hear so much about overcoming temptation that I think they can very often tune it out. Right. right? How many – Dozens, hundreds of lessons have you young people heard about peer pressure. I mean, that seems to be the yep. go-to subject when it comes to young people. And I think for good reason. I sure. mean, that's something that's very uh, prevalent in young people's life. But I think because we hear it so often, we just have the the rote answers that, that we need. to We have them memorized. We know da-da-da-da. And so we kind of tune stuff like this out. We're here to encourage you, don't tune out. We're right. going to say some stuff that's going to be hard to hear. We're going to say some stuff in this episode that we think is obviously incredibly important. Um, but don't tune us out. I just wanted to start
1: with that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's what I was thinking is how many youth rallies are about this subject. Like, oh, yep, yep, we've heard it all. We've heard yeah. it all. Um, maybe you have. But we just want to make sure we're taking it seriously and that we are aware of some things. And so we've created a three-part outline of... Um, as we're challenging ourselves we're challenging challenging you the listener uh, or the watcher I guess just about the idea of are we overcoming temptation are we people who want to overcome temptation and there's again there's kind of a three-step process to this first we got to be aware of the temptations second we got to make sure we're not putting ourselves in tempting situations we're avoiding that and third if we are in those situations what do we do about it we're going to hit all three of those I want to jump right in, though, Yeah. on the first part of our outline, which is be aware of what actually tempts you. It's like, well, this is a no-brainer. Duh. Of course, we have to be aware. This Really? Is actually, really I didn't I drill down on it is what yeah, we mean. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I think this is easier said than done.
0: Yeah, because you think about everything that is, I guess, a possibility of tempting you in today's world. We're not all going to be tempted by the same thing. Right. And I think it can be irresponsible of us, especially as individuals to just lump all the temptations into the same category there are things that i've never really been tempted to drink alcohol a day in my life right that's something that's just not a temptation for me it very well could be a temptation for one of you that's right uh, there's other things i mean cussing not a huge thing. you know there's just things that i think for the majority of, of guys are going to be temptations things like lust and porn that we're going to sure. get into but i think you have to be so aware of what it is that actually tempts you kind of know your when you deal with people who uh, are involved in porn addiction, know your triggers, right, right, is something that you talk about quite a bit. Along the same lines, right. you have to know what it is that Satan is going to use against you because I can promise you one thing. Satan knows oh, what yeah. your weak points are. Satan knows what you're tempted by. So you got to know those things as well. That's right. And it,
1: think about building a wall. You can put all the troops and, and build a, a concrete wall 10 feet thick around something that, you know, I will never drink alcohol. Cool. Right. That's not where Satan goes to. He's not trying to wage war against the strongest part of your wall. He sneaks into the back wall. You know, the, the part that you've neglected, there's no troops there, there's no nothing there. Like, that's how the enemy works, is they're going to exploit the weaknesses. It's very easy for us to kind of take this like, well, I'm really good at this, or I'm not tempted by that. Well, good, but where are you tempted? Where yeah. are you weak? What's the weakest part of
0: your armor that the enemy is going to do? And think about all the various ways that you can be tempted, especially as a guy. We've got a list here. Um, Obviously, I think these top two are the primary ones that we're going to talk about and the primary ones that, let's face it, 99.9% of guys are going to fight. And that is lust, sex, um, porn, obviously. But then other things. You talked about when we were talking about this, jealousy, envy of others, other guys maybe, other guys' girlfriends maybe, Um, alcohol. We we talked about that already. Uh, Language, uh, arrogance, pride, all kinds of things that we can be tempted by. But the way we wanted to start this discussion, really the – Man, this is something that I've tried to – every class that I've ever taught, every sermon I've ever preached about temptation. This is the point that I've always tried to drive home. I know you have – I'm sure you have as well. Overcoming temptation has to be your responsibility. And when we're talking specifically to young men, godly young men, it can be so easy to – well, you know, they get baptized, right? And Mm -hmm. we've talked about before, they're on the JV squad of Christianity, right? (laughs) Right. Like They they don't really have to step up anything. You have to own you overcoming temptation. It right. has to be something that you decide. It is your responsibility. God is not going to to look at you on Judgment Day. You fell to that temptation, uh, or you succumb to that temptation. I'm going to get onto your parents for that. I'm right? Gonna, you know what I mean? Like you are responsible. I think so many young men, specifically, it's like that doesn't even cross them. They don't process the fact that you have to decide. That's so big in this it's, discussion.
1: It's your relationship with God that's on the line. Yeah, not anybody else's. And it's easy to say, um. Yeah, I guess I probably should avoid those things. My mom and dad are really against me drinking. My mom and dad are really, you know, my mom flips if I ever look at porn, right?
0: My Uh, parents don't let me, you know, go anywhere with my girlfriend, you know. Right, they
1: don't let me use language around the house, but I, I will when I'm out in public, right, when I'm not around them. Like, no, the temptations that are common to guys our age, it has to be, I love how you said it, like it's our responsibility to overcome those things. It cannot be, well, my parents want me to do it, and the reason why that's so important is like, if it's not enough for you to want it yourself, you're never gonna buy into the process. Yeah. It's like if you were if you were having to work and you know, every bit of your money goes to somebody else, how hard are you gonna work? <laughs> if it's for somebody else, you know, not a ton. Like you want to be able to it's reap your right. yeah, reap the rewards of your own labor. And I would say this is labor. There's a laborious aspect to avoiding temptation. Who's reaping the rewards? If it's just, well, my mom and dad are happy with me. Okay, what happens when you move out of the house? Exactly, that's what, what I was saying. What happens say. when yeah. you get to college? What happens when they're not there? This is where people go off the, you know, off the or off into and, the crazy train, and you know, they're at party culture and everything becomes a big part because it was always for their parents and not for themselves. That's why kids, like you just said, but this is why kids go off the rails at college is because yep. they've heard the temptation lessons,
0: they've heard about peer pressure, yep. da, 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 and they 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 abided by it right while they were in their house, that's exactly while it. they were in their parents' house. As soon as they got a little taste of freedom, and as soon as they're like. There's nobody looking over my shoulder? Cool. It's because you never made it or it's because they never made it their responsibility. That's right.
1: It wasn't part of their heart. It wasn't It wasn't a deep, like, seated belief. It was, as my parents it. So
0: that's where we're starting this discussion with this first point of be aware of what actually tempts you. Only you can know that. I right. Mean, you're going to know that better than anybody else. And yeah. so you have to pinpoint those things. And listen, temptation is going to be a part of our lives every day for the rest of our life. You know, it, Satan is never going to reach a point where he's like, all right, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to stop trying to tempt. Yeah. I'm going to move on to somebody else. He doesn't do that. You know, we're going to be dealing with this. And so you have to have a plan. You have to, again, make up your mind that you want to fight it and you have to have a plan to do so. So I want to go ahead and move us into the, yep. the second phase because I think this is really what we are most passionate about. So, right. we, yeah, the, again, the first phase, you got to be aware of what tempts you. Number two don't put yourself in tempting situations. Don't put yourself in tempting situations. I want you to get us into First Corinthians ten. We, we save that till now because everybody knows First Corinthians ten thirteen, right? You know, God won't allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but you know, we'll provide a way of escape. And that's me paraphrasing, of course. We we have the verse on the screen, but um, everybody knows that verse. I think so often we can use that verse based on, God will get me out of it. God, right. You know, God's gonna explain why that's such a illogical position to hold
1: i mean it's it's fairly basic when you stop and think about it like well god will get me out of it okay so i walk in you know i have no idea how to swim and i just jump into the deep end well god will save me why in the world were you in the deep end in the first place it's a fairly easy concept you look at first corinthians 10 verse 12 you look at really the context of everything leading up to it and it's hey, we have to make sure that we are living for God. And if you happen to find yourself, God will provide a way of escape, which we'll look at in the next one. But there's the concept of living for God, right? Making yeah. sure that we are not putting ourselves in those situations. That's as, that's that's one of those, if you find yourself in that situation, God will provide a way of escape. Don't find yourself in the situation. We have a strong duty to make sure that we know what the temptations are, to avoid them, and to live for God in every possible way. It's like, the again, to use another analogy, I'm going to jump off a cliff and God's going to be
0: there to save me. How about you don't jump off the cliff at all? Right. You know, like, there's so much of this that frustrates me and why I'm so passionate about it is because I see young people that they hear the lessons, oh yeah, you know, overcome temptation, and yet they put themselves in situations where they are, for sure going to be tempted. And we're about to get into some of these. And before you you respond with, okay, well, shouldn't it be my parents' job to keep me out of the situations? Yes, it 100% should. But are you baptized? Right. Are you a follower of Christ? Right. Have you decided to commit your life to Christ? If you have, again, like we started with, you can't shirk that responsibility right. and say, well, you know, my parents let me, so I'm good. Yeah. You have to decide, and let's get into some of these. Prom is the first one we've got mm. on the list. <laughs> I have been a very vocal advocate against prom for a long time. Why? Is it because... The minute you step foot at prom, you're going to hell. Not necessarily. What goes on at proms? You know,
1: it, it goes without saying. Promiscuous what, dancing and there's and drinking a lot of the time after parties. And after parties
0: incredibly and, immodest. At the very minimum, immodest dress and yeah. lust happens at prom, right? Um, and so again, I I see young people that are listening to these lessons. Oh yeah, you know, overcome temptation, and yet they go to prom, right. and it's like, well, my parents let me. You decide. You as a godly young man, if if you are still of prom age decide that's not going to be because you think about all the different ways you can be tempted at prom immodesty lust that's right being alone with your with your date
1: yeah the expectation of what comes after yes we exactly. all know, i mean come on we all know what's supposed to happen after and the guys that don't get it after are kind of disappointed or their friends are going to ask about them later or whatever else come on i mean we all know what happens there don't put yourself in that situation we would strongly advise don't go to prom number two i would say is is going to swim parties you see this in high school and a lot of times <laughs> yeah. it's on the movies i don't know if it actually happens that way but you get invited to these parties where, yeah, there's gonna be guys, girls there. How many girls are in revealing swimsuits? and in their All of them. All yeah. of them. And boy, you know, well, no, I'm I'm gonna make make a covenant not to lust. Okay, if you're home alone, you know, or if you're if you're home um, and you're reading a book, that's pretty easy to do. You go to a swim party, <laughs> that's a lot harder to do. Like this isn't difficult. You go to the beach, you're probably yep. gonna see some things. that are gonna ramp up the difficulty level. That's like going on. It's like if you've never played a – I hate to use this because I'm not a video game guy, but like you've never played a video game. You've never played Call of Duty. Well, let me put it on a hero mode or whatever, yeah. you know, legend, uh, the most advanced, whatever it may be. Like let me put it on extreme difficulty. Good how, luck. How well do you think that's <laughs> Good luck, work? right. If you're falling to, to lust and you're falling to porn and, and the temptations like that like regularly and you think that you're going to go there, well, now I'm going to be strong. And this is, what, again. this
0: is what drives me nuts about the way we typically teach – Young people, right. how to over you know peer pressure and overcome temptation, and it, we teach well. God will make a way of escape, and you really got to avoid it and overcome it. Oh, by the way, have a ton of fun at prom. Oh, by the way, you know, like right. we, we we ignore this stuff. It's like you shouldn't be mixed swimming with with girls, especially the ones that are modestly dressed. You just shouldn't. Yeah. And nobody ever comes out and says that. We're saying that you shouldn't Don't do, do that. Don't you do make it. you decide as a junior in high school or yep. senior in high school. You know that's going to really be a bummer to miss out where all your friends are going to be and. Let's be honest. A lot of guys want to see girls that are dressed like that. Yeah. You've got to decide you're right. not going to put yourself in that situation. It Goes for all of these that we've oh, got yeah. on here. Um, the next one would be being alone with your girlfriend. Yeah. How how easy is it to not just be tempted, but to fall victim to temptation yeah. when you put yourself in that position of being alone in a car, okay. alone at you know in your uh, in the living room when everybody else gone to bed. Whatever it is, yeah. you've got to remove yourself from those tempting situations. We're
1: guys, we've been here before. We're both married. We understand what that's like. So we're telling you from personal experience, I'm certainly telling you from personal experience, being alone is a bad idea. It's a bad idea. Um, Seeking time alone. We courted, we weren't even supposed to be alone and we sought time alone and it was not a good thing. Um, I realized that that's, well, we're dating, it's not that big a deal. It happens like that. I mean, so fast. You go, well, I've got a a lid on it. I'm in control. No, you don't. No, and what happens (laughs) when she kind of gives you that look and, and you can tell she really wants something and you're gonna turn her down? I mean, this is a girl that you really like. Of yeah. course, you don't want to be rejected, and you don't want her to um, – you don't want to reject her. You don't want to hurt her feelings, and so what do you do? You give in. You give in, yeah. Well, if you were never there in the first place, there's nothing to give into.
0: And again, you're going to be looked at as odd. I was certainly yeah. looked at as odd when you can't ride in a car with Rachel by yourself. What? You know, when, right. when we were together before we got married – and because it is it is weird because let's face it, guys and girls are dating at what 15, 14 oh, yeah. these days, Eight. and so the idea yeah. of being alone to get you know being alone together is nothing. People do that all the time, right. and so you deciding with whoever it is that you're dating, which we'll have a whole other episode mm-hmm. on on dating and all the pitfalls yes, with that, but it starts with you deciding we're not going to, I'm not going to put myself in that situation. I'm not going to put her in that situation. We're going to hang out with friends. We're going to, you know, we'll save all that for the dating episode, but the point still stands. Don't put yourself in that situation. You be the one to decide we're not going to do
1: that. That's right. Another uh, fourth one, unsupervised teenage gatherings. Like, yeah. and, And I would even say this goes up to college age as well. And I know they don't supervise at college, but you can get some crazy things happening at these parties. Um, I had a a cousin who ended up dying of fentanyl overdose. Uh, Well, heroin overdose, but it was laced with fentanyl. And it all started from him being at a teenage party where there were, you know, these random pills there. And um, he ended up, him and and three other buddies did it. He and another buddy are dead, and two never touched it again. You don't Uh, know if it'll be you. And I'm not saying that it's, I'm not using scare tactics as much. Like, obviously, that's a horrible situation and incredibly sad, and, and, you know, I, I still miss him. But... The whole idea is what happens at these unsupervised parties? What temptations will you face that maybe you're not up for? Maybe the peer pressure in a situation like that is skyrocketed. Don't put yourself in situations where there's a ton of teenagers hanging out and nobody's watching.
0: I haven't brought up this analogy yet, but it's the idea like you're trying to eat really well, right? You're trying to... Uh, be healthy and, yeah. and not eat bad. Maybe you don't stop by the Krispy Kreme on the way home. <laughs> That's maybe, exactly. Maybe, it. maybe don't drive right by the hot now sign. Right? right. Maybe don't go to the to the place that serves ice cream because you know you're really gonna want it. Stay away from that. It, it, every single one of these, we're just beating this into the ground because it's so basic and it's so fundamental and it's so elementary. Yeah. But we've got so many young men that are just you know going to prom going to swim parties being alone with their girlfriend it's all my like,
1: buddies are going to cold stone man we're going to go get ice cream aren't you going to come along right like well man i'm trying to eat well yeah well, wow What? i'll was. just go and not eat anything that's exactly yeah. it i'll go I, I won't eat anything and then <laughs> right. boy this ice cream's really good like that's exactly that's a perfect analogy and the question is how bad do you want to stick to your diet how exactly. bad do you want to do that and what are you doing that for it goes back to the point number one well, my parents really want me to be on this diet, but really, I'd love the ice cream. I mean, that sounds incredible. Yeah. And so, yeah, maybe I'll go, but I won't do the ice cream because, well, what if your parents don't find out about it? <sighs> okay. That would take, I mean, it doesn't take much, but don't go to these, don't be caught off guard at these and, and don't go to, don't put yourself in those unsupervised groups.
0: So the next one would be basically having unlimited access to your phone yep. can be very, very tempting. Um, and so there's several ways you can mitigate this. We've talked before. I think this has been a point for us before. Keep your phone out of your bedroom. Yeah. And well, my parents—they don't really care. They—they they should set that rule. Yeah, they should set that rule. But if they're not, you decide. You set the rule. You decide. Yeah. I'm gonna keep my phone in the kitchen at night because right. goodness knows how much trouble you can get into at night, one in the morning. You can't sleep. Oh, got my phone right there. Awesome. Right. And so you know that's that's a very simple one. That's a very basic one. Uh, another one would be you make sure and you set up software filters on your phone. Yep. We're gonna devote a whole episode to pornography, we're not gonna talk a ton about it here, but obviously when we're talking about temptation we have to bring it up. You decide your phone is not going to right. be used
1: for that. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Put Covenant Eyes on there, put put some blocker on there, make sure that your parents know about the restrictions or an accountability partner does, or whatever it may be, Like, make it a part of, you've decided to lock down your phone, you've decided not to have, if you have a computer in your bedroom, you face it toward the door. Anybody can see at any time. Anybody could walk Keep in. Keep the door open. Keep yeah. the door open. I mean, these are good habits. Why are they good habits? Because we don't want to walk down this path.
0: Because you don't want to find yourself at two in the morning looking at porn. That's oh, right. How did I get here? Maybe because you had your phone in your room. And your parents
1: yeah. walk in, and your computer is facing away from the door, and they're like, "What you doing over there?" Uh, nothing. I mean, that's that's not some TV trope. I mean, those things have happened. Right. I've been the one to do it. So don't put yourself there um, in that situation. The last one that we would say is, you know, consider the friends you hang out with. Um, be wise, be wise with the people. I mean, that's those are possible temptations not because friends themselves are temptations. No, but what will they invite you to do? What will they you, maybe push you
0: into? You doing? know deep down what your friends are involved in. Right. If you really are friends, you know if they're going to be the ones to pull out alcohol at a party. Yeah. You know if they're going to be the ones to... You know, hey, did you you know do it with your girlfriend type of thing? That's like right. you know who you're surrounded, who you're gonna surround yourself with, and so be wise. We're gonna have a whole episode. I keep teasing episodes. We're gonna have a whole episode on picking good friends right. and and surrounding yourself with people who you should surround yourself with. But this is a big one about tempting situations. Man, if you don't want to find yourself in a tempting situation, which you shouldn't. Don't surround yourself with people who will put you in a tempting situation.
1: Right. I don't want to be tempted with uh, porn. I don't want to be tempted with drinking. Yeah, but all my buddies are drunks, basically. At uh, 18 years old, they drink like crazy and they watch porn all the time. I don't know. Maybe get, find new buddies. Get, yeah. get some new friends. So, you know, we wanted to add that part because to me, it's it's kind of my dad used to tell me, like, if you know where that road goes, don't even look down it. Exactly, and, that's such a good way that's to That's all it. we're saying is if you know where it goes, if you know where it leads, why would you start down it? Why would you even li- look around the corner and go, oh, Wow, that's interesting. Just don't go there. You know, at least the
0: scriptural version of that is Psalm one, where he says, "Blessed is the man who doesn't even walk in the counsel of the ungodly, doesn't stand in the paths of sinners, doesn't sit and see the scornful." You're not putting yourself in that situation, and again, to beat it, beat it into the ground. Again, young men are. jumping headfirst into this stuff these days and we're here trying to encourage you and trying to tell you don't jump headfirst yep. into those you're going to be looked at as different you're going to be looked at as weird you're going to maybe miss out on some things but guess what you're going to be pleasing to god you're going to be a that's godly right. young man
1: read the proverbs that's all solomon talks about is hey avoid this and avoid that like yeah you may get there but most of it has to do with not what happens when you get there it's don't put yourself there right avoid that part of town where the harlots are i mean all of that is wisdom from Solomon. Is he telling his son you're going to hell if you ever look down? No, he's saying it's really unwise and it will lead you to destruction if you're not careful.
0: If you don't remember anything else from this episode, this is again kind of the second point, but remember this one. Don't put yourself right. in these tempting situations. There's so many, excuse me, there's so many opportunities you have to be in a tempting situation. Remove yourself from it because um, we talk about First Corinthians 10, we're going to get in the last one here, but we talk about First Corinthians 10, oh, God will make a way of escape, but you, it's on you to, to, to remove the obstacles that are going to be in your path. God That's is right. going to make the way of escape, but you don't jump headfirst into temptation, oh, God's going to save me, jumping off the cliff right. type of thing. Uh, let's get into the last one, though. Okay. Um, so we've covered so far the, the first element of be aware of what actually tempts you. Don't put yourself in tempting situations. This final one, when you are tempted, because let's, even if you do everything you can to avoid tempting situations, you're not going to completely avoid temptations, right? Because Satan is really good at what he does. Okay. So this last aspect of when you do fall into temptation, how do you get out of it? So I'll ask you that. I'll, I'll let you get started on it. When, when again, all the roadblocks have been removed and all the hindrances, and yet you still fall into it, what do you do?
1: This is this is the kicker, right? I mean, this is the, the difficult question. We can take a page out of Jesus' book. Matthew 4, he is tempted. He's, he's tempted three separate times. And in and,
0: three different ways. And in really. three different yeah. ways,
1: exactly. I mean, he's he's starving. He hasn't eaten in 40 days, and he's tempted with bread. Like, And I growing up, I kind of had this idea of, well, he's Jesus. Of course, it wasn't an actual temptation. He knew what he was doing. It, it wouldn't have been a temptation was. if he wasn't tempted, exactly. Exactly. if he didn't want it. If it wasn't
0: possible for him to sin, it would not have been a
1: temptation. That's exactly yeah. it. Well, I'll give you all the kingdoms of the earth. Ultimately, that's what Christ isn't going to get in the end, but that was the... That was the shortcut. It's the same thing Eve did. I mean, she took the shortcut, the shortest way to get there, right? Like, and I would say that's what Satan offered Jesus is, the shortest way to gratify what he was going to get in the end, which is to rule over everybody. Um, Excuse me. So what does Jesus do? He quotes scripture, yes. And you'll hear that quoting scripture.
0: (laughs) I always thought, so it's it's funny. You do hear that, like. We need to be like Jesus. We need to quote scripture, you know, when we're t- when, you know, when we're indemnizing. And I just, I'm picturing like you're at a party and a guy, hand, you know, gives you an alcoholic beverage. And you're like, now, you know, what it says in Ephesians 5 that we shouldn't, you know, be drunk with wine. <laughs> be drunk with wine. And, you know, you're in a situation, your girlfriend, you know, wants to make out with you. And you're like, you know, what it says in Proverbs 5, like nobody does that. Right. So, right. yes, I agree the principle of you need to know scripture and know, you know, why stuff is wrong, but let's face it, you're in that situation with your girlfriend. You're not gonna be quoting Proverbs 5. Probably
1: not. And so yeah, get into like Jesus knew what he was about. That's really what it comes down to. He knew what he was about. He knew what his mission was. And yes, ultimately to die on the cross for our sins. He knew that this was a shortcut to bow down to Satan and to and to get all the kingdoms of the earth. That that's what he was ultimately getting. Yeah. He could have gotten it a lot faster and a lot less painful, obviously. I mean right. it would have been it would have cost him very little, quote unquote but it would have cost him everything. Well, that's really what temptation is, is it costs you very little, quote unquote, and costs you everything. Um, but Jesus knew what he was about. And not only did he know he was gonna have to go to the cross for this, he also knew right after this, I'm picking 12 apostles that are gonna go and establish my kingdom on earth. The, the 40 days in the wilderness was to align himself with God and was to spend time in prayer and fasting, getting ready to choose the 12 men that literally would take the gospel to the entire world. I mean, that was the most important... There was a
0: long-term goal in Yes, place. and yeah. he
1: knew it. That's what it comes down to, is he knew the promises of God, but he also knew what his goal was. Not just to die in three years, you know, this is the start of his ministry, not just at the end. His goal was to choose men coming down off of this, you know, out of the wilderness and he stuck to the goal. He yeah. understood what it was all about. And I think where we get caught in temptation is we don't know why we don't want it. We don't know what the goal is. We don't know where we're going. We don't know why lust is a problem. Like, man, I look ahead and I guess I'm, I, you know, I probably shouldn't be lusting after other women when I'm married, but I, I don't know. I'm 15 years old, so That's I don't want to go off. Yeah. Like, but Jesus knew there were immediate consequences to this, but he also knew who he was and what he was about. Yeah,
0: and this is man we started the episode with this and this is just where we really wanted to to drive it home here at the end because Jesus decided he was going to fight the temptation. Yeah. Jesus knew like you said what he was about. He knew he knew who he was serving. If you don't know those things, you're not going to beat temptation. Right. You're not going to overcome it. And that's a very maybe depressing Outlook like a very pessimistic outlook you might say but at the end of the day you have to decide that you want to fight temptation because if you don't decide that you never will you never will beat temptation you'll never probably even start the fight against temptation and so for godly young men it is so difficult because of all the ways to be tempted these days. Walking walking through the mall, you know, grocery store checkout line. You can't enjoy the beach, you know, yeah. hardly anymore. Your phone, you know, social media. So many ways for inundated. guys to be tempted. You're inundated, specifically with sexual temptation. Yep. Decide right now that you want to fight it. Yeah, God will make it. We were, we were not trying to denigrate 1 Corinthians 10. I mean, that, that is such a valuable piece of scripture to show God will provide the way of escape. But the verse right before that, take heed lest you fall. Right, right. Anybody who thinks you stand, take heed lest you fall. That's where we're wanting you That's to right. be. That's where we're asking you to be. And to, again, just decide right now that you're going to fight it. And the way of escape means you're looking for it, right? Yes. You know
1: where it is. Like, oh, I know God will save me, but you're in the middle of a burning building and you're just okay with the flames engulfing you. Like, well, no, you need to go, hey, it's right over there. Um, you need to know where the escape is at all times. And you could tell, and this is Jesus quoting scripture, but he knew the ways of escape before Satan ever tempted him. He yeah. knew what He knew what he was about, again. But he knew the ways of escape. And I think it's imperative when we enter into these things, avoid it at all costs. But if you do get into it, what's your way of escape? Well, and I think so many guys are kind of like, oh, I'll figure that out when I get
0: there. I'll, right. I'll, I'll cross that bridge when I get there. I'll just make it up as I go.
1: That can't be the option. No, because you freeze. And I've been there myself where you're tempted to look at, at you know, you're tempted to lust or to do whatever else and you freeze in the moment. And it's like, well, why didn't you call your accountability partner? I, I didn't think about it. Well, why didn't you, um, you know, why didn't you have Covenant Eye set up? I, I don't know. Like in the moment is not where you're going yeah. to answer that question. You do it ahead of time, and then you'll know the ways of escape when you get there. Sometimes you are going to have to enter into questionable circumstances where you know you're going to be tempted. This is why accountability is important. This is why talking things through. Hey, what is your way of escape? How are you going to get through that without lusting? How are you going to get through that without? Um, you know how are you going to go to that party without engaging in some of those things? Yeah. What are you going to do? You need to have a pl- a battle plan to go against this. And again, you have to have a strong enough why. We cannot stress that enough. If your why isn't strong enough, you'll fall to anything. If your why is strong enough, you'll stand for you know stand for everything, uh, or stand against everything that comes your way. As long as you have a strong enough why. Right.
0: If if your why is well because my parents don't want me to, that's not good enough. Right. If your
1: why is well because you know I just I, I don't want to have a bad reputation. That's not a. That's or not a even, good. I'll go to hell. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm I'm 15. I probably won't die until I'm 80. I'll I'll make it up between now and then. I mean, that's not even a strong enough why. It has to be yeah. something more in the immediate of I seek the relationship with God, and I know this is going to strain that.
0: I'm glad you brought up accountability. That's where we're uh, we're gonna wrap right here. I, I do want to leave that as kind of a piece of encouragement when it comes to you're going to face these temptations. Yeah. It is very difficult to face them alone. Obviously, you need to have the relationship with God to go to him, to study, to to pour out your heart to him in prayer. It also helps to have friends, to have people in your life. Maybe maybe it's your dad, your parents, maybe it's a I don't know, somebody at your church, whoever it is that you can go to and say I'm I'm really struggling with this. I've got this prom, I've got prom coming, I've got I've got a swim party I've been invited to, whatever it is. Yeah. Find somebody you can talk to about these things. And again, hopefully it's your parents, but we understand it's not always going to be. Find somebody that you can be accountable to, uh, somebody that can hold you accountable for the things that you know that you are supposed to be doing. Some, you know, somebody who can hold you accountable to overcome the temptations to not put yourself in the tempting situations. Who can go to you if they find out you went to a you know party or whatever? Hey, what's that about? You know, yeah. why'd you go? You know, tell me about that. Um, find those people. If you don't have them, look for them. And I think that that can be the most encouraging thing yeah. is that you are working as a team with somebody else to fight temptation. Um, we see that in scripture. The threefold cord is not easily broken. That's, that's right. such a, again, we should probably do a whole episode on accountability partners because it's something so helpful specifically for guys to really band together yep. to beat Satan. So I yeah. think that's
1: a great way to wrap up. Honestly, I don't think there's much to add to that. Overcoming temptation is obviously important, not just because we say so, not just because your parents say so. Um, God wants us to. He wants the relationship with you. That's what it comes down to. And don't allow sin to stand in the way of a solid, rock-solid relationship with God because everything else that we've discussed in these podcasts, everything that's going to be coming up in these podcasts is predicated upon you establishing the best relationship with God possible. These things take away from that. You'll never be the husband, the father, um, the person, the man of God, the elder, the preacher, whatever it is. You're never going to be that, that you're supposed to be if we don't have a strong enough why to avoid these temptations. And so, Um, With that, we're going to wrap up. Thank you for listening to the Godly Young Men podcast. We'll talk to you next week.